Last week, I answered your questions about prayer. If you missed it, please go back and listen to episode 73. Today, I want to talk about the expression, speaking the truth in love. It is often quoted, but rarely practiced because we tend to communicate truth without including the love part. So how do we do it? How do we speak the truth in love? I read what I thought was a really good description of how it should be done. And it says, speaking the truth in love is speaking that which is doctrinally correct and that which proceeds from a biblically committed life to a person who is in need of correction. I want to unpack this statement for a minute. Speaking that which is doctrinally correct means the truth that you share has to be found in the Bible or supported by the Bible. There's a scripture that says you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. God's truth, his word is alive and full of power and can penetrate hearts, change minds, remove strongholds and break curses. So we need to be careful that we aren't speaking our personal truths, cultural truths, or opinions when addressing or sharing corrective truth with our brother or sister. The next part of the statement is the doctrinal truth has to come from a biblically committed person, which means you are living a life that reflects Christ's teachings. You're practicing the principles taught in the word of God, and you are trying to be Christ-like in your behavior, your speech, your interactions with other people. And the final part of this statement is when you're Giving truths to someone who needs correction, you need to do so with humility and consideration of your imperfect uh, nature. Uh, Scripture says that if anyone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness and considering yourself lest you also be tempted. I want to add a couple of things to this statement uh, as just sort of a checklist. Uh, Number one, check your motives. Don't operate out of anger or your ego. Because the Bible says, be angry, but don't sin. So make sure you check your motives before you speak truth or correct someone. Number two, make sure you have self-control before you try to steer someone else in a given direction. Remember that self-control is a fruit of the spirit, not control of others. So we have to make sure that we get, as the Bible says, the plank out of our own eye in order to clearly see the speck in our brother's eye. And even when we see the speck, in our brother's eye, we still have to ask ourselves and God some questions. Why am I seeing this? Why am I seeing this fault or wrongdoing in my brother or sister? Am I supposed to pray? Is it my place to say or do anything? Is what I'm about to say or do God-led or God-honoring? Will I help or hurt? Will I build up or tear down or worse, destroy? The Bible says some water, some plant, but God creates the increase. God makes things grow. So make sure you know what your role is when wrongdoing or fault or mistakes are revealed to you. There's a scripture that says, instead speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head. That is Christ. That is the purpose of speaking the truth in love. So truth, the word of God coming from a true follower of Christ, can help a person in need of enlightenment or correction and can help all of us become the mature followers of Christ God desires for us to be. That is what speaking the truth in love is all about. It's not telling people off or setting them straight or getting something off of your chest or, you know, telling them your truth. 
it, it's not blasting someone on social media because you don't like their opinion or feel they just need to be corrected. There's an expression that God's truths are not bricks to throw at people. They're bread to feed people. The best context, really, for speaking truth and love is relationship. However, you can still do it responsibly with people you don't know, as long as you see and love people the way God does. And remember, the Bible describes love as patient, kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres, and love never fails. There's another scripture that says, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. So the love part of speaking the truth in love is key, because it safeguards against doing harm, or irreparable damage to someone as a result of what was said or done. We really all need to take the Hippocratic Oath that I believe medical professionals still have to take, which essentially says, do no harm. That should be our relational intention and motivation, to do no harm. There's a quote that says, speak the truth, but do it in love. The truth can hurt, but the goal should never be to damage. Truth is generally not well received without love, and love is not healthy without truth. We need both. I'm going to leave you with a few fitting scriptures for this topic today. And they are, let all that you do be done in love. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. If I speak human or angelic tongues, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Bye for now.